As Christians, there's something that we do all the time that we've got to stop doing. My main message for us today is we've got to stop obeying God. Now, some of you like the sound of this, some of you already clicked like and share, others of you are just hovering over the stop button and are about to cancel me forever, but stay with me for just a moment. Now, I've got a really squeaky stool that I'm sat on today, so if you occasionally hear me squeaking, I, I do apologise for that. It's hard for me to keep still and stay in this little box. Um, but we're on a journey at the moment as we go through Advent together, a devotional journey. Um, and we're looking at this big theme of finding God in unexpected places. And we started last time by thinking about finding God in the ordinary uh, Mary was an ordinary person in an ordinary place doing nothing special and nothing, nothing special day or time and yet heaven invaded her reality. And yet there's a key to what transforms this into a puzzling encounter to a powerful encounter and that's Mary's response. It's Mary's reaction to this huge mission. Mary, you have been highly favoured. You have been chosen by God to steward this gift, to mother this gift, to bear this gift of his own son into the world and through him salvation will be possible and healing and grace and hope and forgiveness uh, and love. It's all going to be possible. It's all going to explode and you're going to be the vessel for this. And Mary's response is amazing. I was thinking, I was thinking, because I like things that you know, have the same letter at the start of them, that we'd go from finding God in the ordinary last time to finding God in the obedience this time. But as I've been studying obedience, uh, what we see in Mary is not obedience. What we see in Mary is something else. There's a difference, isn't there, between obeying something because we've been told that it's right for us and just complying with orders, but it's possible to do that in a very begrudging way, with no relationship to the kind of the standard setter or the ruler or the authority involved. It's possible to be obedient and hate the fact that we're obedient. It's possible to be obedient and hate the person to whom we have to be obedient. And that's the kind of way in which we tend to use the word obedient, as it's something I have to do. But watch Mary. Mary's response is very different. Obedience for Mary is not something she does, it's something she is. I am, she says, the Lord's servant. Let it be to me according to your word. And she allows her life to be used in this way. What Mary does is not just obedience, it's submission. Submission is an intentional yielding, a giving over, surrendering of my actual self, my actual desires and ambitions and time and gift and resources, just, just submitting those to God. Can you see why that is so different to obedience? If you watch what Mary does, she bursts into song. And maybe not right in this moment, but it's not not that many verses later where Mary is, is singing. There's something joyful about her obedience. And think about what this obedience is going to mean. It's going to mean change. 
change to her body. It's going to mean a challenge to her relationship with Joseph, uh, to their status in society. It's going to mean uh, going to Bethlehem uh, as his wife to register um, for the census there. It's then going to be mean being hunted by King Herod. It's going to mean living as a fugitive in Egypt. And it's going to mean a lifetime uh, of heartache and struggle. And yet she gives it so joyfully with this song of praise my soul magnifies glorifies the lord my spirit rejoices in god my savior <clears throat> i can think of times when i have obeyed god's call i can't think of many times when i've done it with a song <laughs> that joyful willing submission we've got to stop just obeying and we've got to start joyfully submitting. I am. I don't just do the Lord's service. I am the Lord's servant. So when you ask me for this, then yes, of course, I joyfully give it in the same way that I will joyfully give whatever you ask of me. Obedience is not just something I do. It becomes part of my identity. That's a very different way of living. I remember um, as a young person being given a book, uh, it had just been updated, some of the language of it, called My Utmost for His Highest by an incredible devotional writer, a pastor, Scottish pastor called Oswald Chambers. I recommend it to anyone. It is an incredible read. And at one point in that book, he, he writes this, and I'd love just to share this uh, with us today. Uh, he's talking about obedience or independence. Let me just find the bit I was going to share with us. My laptop's decided to slow down at this point. My laptop is not submitting to my will. It is being obedient, but it just feels quite grudging. Okay, here, here it is. Our Lord never insists on obedience. Just think about that for a moment. Our Lord never insists on obedience. He stresses very definitely what we ought to do, but he never forces us to do it. We have to obey him out of a oneness of spirit with him. Who doesn't want this? But the way to that is, is submission. Goes on to say, this is why whenever our Lord talked about discipleship, he prefaced it with an if, meaning you do not need to do this unless you desire to do so. He quotes from Luke chapter 9 here, if anyone desires to come after me, let them deny themselves. In other words, he writes, to be my disciple, let them give up the right to themselves, to me. Our Lord is not talking about our eternal position, but about our being of value to him in this life, here and now. That is why without this understanding, he can sound so stern. So never try to make sense of these words by separating them from the one who spoke them. The Lord does not give me rules, but he makes his standard very clear. If my relationship to him is that of love, I will do what he says without hesitation. If I hesitate, it is because I love someone I've placed in competition with him, namely and usually myself. Jesus Christ will not force me to obey him, but I must. And as soon as I obey him, I fulfill my spiritual destiny. 
my personal life may be crowded with small petty happenings, altogether insignificant, but if I obey Jesus Christ in seemingly random circumstances of life, they become pinholes through which I see the face of God. And that's what Mary was faced with. And that's what you and I are faced with. And some of you may know, um, on our Sunday evenings at the moment, we've been running a, a discipleship group, or groups really, uh, called Bless. We're just about to come to the end of another session of that. It's just something I love to do. And at the end of the last session Andy was leading on Sunday, it was all about sacrifice. And this verse, if anyone desires to come after me, so it starts with desire, let them deny themselves, take up their cross and follow me. And we were trying to think through what that meant for us. And one of the phrases that I wrote down that I wanted my discipleship focus to be uh, was surrendering my life seems like such a huge thing, such a huge challenge to actually be crucified with Christ, to take up my cross. Uh, but all Jesus ever really asks us to do is not to worry about our lives. Uh, it says tomorrow will worry about itself, but what will you do with this day? Live a day at a time. Can you and I surrender just this day to God and then wake up tomorrow and surrender again? I'll be perfectly honest with you. Uh, at the end of the day, the following day, having just committed to do this and um, been encouraged to do this and supported to take this step, uh, I, I failed almost immediately and had to come back again and say, God, I surrender it. It's not a once-off thing. It, it needs to be deeply ingrained in my identity every day. Can you and I just surrender? And so, in the course of this day, or if you're watching this at the end of this day to tomorrow, can you simply surrender that day? Don't just obey begrudgingly because we think we ought to or we should, but out of that deep relationship, out of that deep identity of submission to him. Uh, and in doing so, we put pinholes through the normalness, the everydayness, the darkness of our lives, through which we can see the face of God. So may you find God in submission today. And may you find God in unexpected places. Mm -hmm.